Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. People were sitting on the floor, and James and I were forced to stand during the entire five-hour public Church of the Cross meeting that we conducted this past weekend. We literally had, my friends, precious brothers and sisters travel in from all over North America to attend this public deliverance service. I mean, there was a group of ladies that drove more than 20 hours, another Another uh, saint drove more than 20 hours. One brother in Christ drove more than nine hours. Yet there was another that, that drove more than six hours. I mean, this tells me, my friends, there is a definite desperation for deliverance. As the church, the body of Christ, has failed for the most part in affording bound people the opportunity to receive liberation from demonic spirits in Jesus' name. Thus, people are taking drastic measures, such as traveling more than 20 hours to receive help. Exorcism is simply a labor of love to free someone from a demonic power in the name of Jesus. That's all an exorcism is, is a labor of love. An exorcism is needed. It's been on my heart for some time now to awaken the body of Christ to the need to perform exorcisms. That is why this past weekend we had people driving in more than 20 hours. Groups of people coming in from from all over the country to receive help. To obtain an exorcism. Because there are so very few churches carrying out this task, unfortunately. So people came in from all over the country for an exorcism. And you know what we did, my friends? We conducted exorcisms in the name of Jesus. And tonight we're going to expose you, my friends, to the ministry of exorcism on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance.
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Challenge for Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Bible tells how Jesus suffered on his way to the cross. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Another passage describes the scene on Calvary. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. These vivid accounts of Jesus' death are not from the New Testament. They're from Isaiah, written prophetically more than 600 years before Christ was born. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible, he also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still, he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.net. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate, trying to count up how many times that Paul, one of the greatest Jesus freaks ever, escaped death. Several times, angry mobs tried to stone him. Once, he was even left for dead. Paul was bitten by a poisonous snake, robbed, thrown in jail a bunch of times, shipwrecked three times, and spent a whole night adrift at sea. He survived floods, starvation, and five separate whippings. Paul wasn't afraid to die. He even wrote, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But God had bigger plans. God used Paul to reach the Gentiles, encourage and challenge churches, write much of the New Testament, and be an example to you and I of how to trust and obey God's plan, no matter what. Will you stand with the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Behavior of the spirits. 
My friends, there were several times the spirits groaned and slammed her head with her closed fists as she entered these demonic trances. Why did you enter this woman in Jesus' name? I commanded this violent spirit to tell me. We are here because of the bloodletting rituals her ancestors participated in. The demons revealed speaking out of her mouth. Upon the renunciation of the satanic curses, these vile spirits were driven out in the name of Jesus Christ. Several more times during the evening service, demons would surface within this woman and they were all driven out of her. At one point, while praying over an actual object that had been inserted within her scalp, another lady with Luciferian roots in the group started manifesting spirits. This dear lady from Brooklyn shared with everyone that she too had two objects within her body that were causing torment. Allow me to say this is becoming a more and more common problem that we're seeing among those with backgrounds in sorcery and spiritualism. Furthermore, one lady was even experiencing demonic cuts on her arm. You could literally see the demons within her body cut her to where her skin was breaking and blood was seeping out. Many other evil spirits were expelled. and Many in the group experienced a measure of deliverance as I led the group in mass deliverance prayers, whereby we were breaking off generational curses, cutting off soul ties, Repenting of various sins and renouncing the occult. So this past weekend, we conducted various exorcisms. And like I said, an exorcism is simply a labor of love to free someone from a demonic entity. That's all exorcism is. I want to demystify the word exorcist or exorcism. An exorcist is simply the one filled with the spirit of the living God, mandated by the Lord Jesus Christ to expel evil spirits. And exorcism, again, is just simply a labor of love. I have personally conducted thousands of exorcisms all over the globe, on every continent, on earth, in all kinds of settings, I've conducted private ones and public ones, and in doing so, I've encountered many millions of different kinds of evil spirits. Millions of different kinds of evil spirits. This is not something I just delved into a few weekends ago. This is something I have literally spent nearly a quarter of a century involved in. I'm quite serious about this ministry as a result of carrying out the work of exorcism I've placed my life in danger I have received hundreds and hundreds of death threats there's been actual attempts on my life people involved in sorcery who have tried to murder me I've been cut, stabbed physically assaulted and in a variety of different kinds of ways and have literally seen the powers of evil descend upon me with the hopes of utterly destroying me. 
But my friends, our Lord Jesus Christ is alive. He is resurrected from the dead. And because of his living, atoning, sacrificial blood that he shed on the cross, where he died some 2,000 years ago, that blood protects. The power of the resurrection protects empowers me. It sustains me to continue on with this labor of love to carry out exorcisms around the world. And I have a heart for people. I want people to be free. I know people are troubled by evil spirits all over the world. And that troubles me for I want them to know there is a, a deliverer I'm not the deliverer. Jesus is. Jesus Christ is the deliverer. I'm simply an instrument to carry out his works to free precious souls from demonic bondage. I conducted my first exorcism on a teenage devil worshiper named Lonnie, whom had been bound by demonic forces for many, many years. My first exorcism lasted a little over three hours. It was it was a spiritual war unlike anything I had experienced before. Now, there was a few prior to that that first exorcism. There was a prior a few prior um, cases I came across that that I believe in, involved demons. But this was an actual first time I actually performed and, and conducted and, and completed an exorcism. Like I said, it was a, unlike anything I've experienced before. Five different demons had manifested within this young person and spoke to me using his vocal cords. Now, mind you, this young man led a leadership role in a lo local satanic group with international ties. He confessed to having indulged in gruesome satanic rituals that involved the killing of animals. He actually worshipped the devil and communed with the demons on a regular basis. He often spoke of seeing them manifesting in various grotesque forms. He also revealed of his unique supernatural ability to dematerialize and materialize in other places. This young man had dedicated himself, had committed himself to serving the devil, not only serving him, but recruiting others into occultism. Even in the midst of these horrific activities, God was dealing with his heart and arranged for us to meet. This initial meeting led us to set up another meeting that would involve an exorcism. And I want to share with you what happened that day as I conducted my first exorcism. Now, there may be some of you who are listening to this broadcast and you're wanting to be involved in the ministry of exorcism. You're wanting to be equipped. You're wanting to learn how to be effective in spiritual warfare. You're wanting to help others find freedom, liberation, deliverance. <clears throat> well, that's why I'm here. I'm here to train up an army, a spiritual army, 
of soldiers, spiritual soldiers that are bent on a critical mission, and that is to proclaim the gospel, heal the sick, and to cast out demons. In other words, to further the kingdom of God here on earth. I would recommend those who are very much interested in becoming an exorcist to go to my website, jbartlett.org. <laughs> go to my website, jbartlett.org. And on my homepage, there'll be a section titled Become a Freedom Fighter. And you can click on a link where it will lead you to our Freedom Fighter Training Manual. That's right, Freedom Fighter Training Manual. I would encourage you to get it. Get a hold of this manual. Either purchase it or read it online. It's freely. You could freely download the material. So you might be equipped to evangelize and to drive out demons in Jesus' name. In other words, become an exorcist. Because I'm dedicated to not only proclaiming the love of Jesus with New Testament supernatural power encounters following, but, but also to train the body of Christ to carry out the works of the kingdom. And once you taste of the powers of the age to come, as the author of Hebrews tells us, it will be a taste that you'll want to keep on tasting. Because the taste of the miraculous, of the supernatural power that you'll encounter as you step out in faith and help those bound by demons will be addictive in the sense that you'll want to continue to serve the Lord. The power of God is so great, and you can see it firsthand. It comes alive like it never has before in your life, and and it will be something that you'll want to do for the rest of your life. <clears throat> when you realize the power of Jesus Christ is able to remove evil spirits that are tormenting so many people's lives. In fact, there's people listening to this broadcast even now. We are very fortunate and blessed to have listeners literally around the globe listening to this live presentation. And there are people that are needing deliverance. And that's why I'm, I'm wanting to train. I'm wanting to raise up a spiritual army of, <coughs> of warriors to cast out demons. That is why I sat down not too long ago and wrote this Freedom Fighter Training Manual. I believe this Freedom Fighter Training Manual will equip you, will encourage you, will educate you on how to fight back in the name of Jesus Christ. The forces of evil that are descending upon the various lands of our world. We need to fight back. There is a demonic, satanic invasion throughout the world. And we must push back this invasion only by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's freely available for you to download the Freedom Fighter Training Manual, and I would encourage you to get a hold of the manual tonight. Also, I have written nearly 30 volumes on the subject of exorcism and spiritual warfare and demonism on, exor on, uh, on, on the activities of the exorcist. And if you look at the very bottom of the page, there's a 
there's a link, read Jay Bartlett's newest volumes, free books available online. Just click on the link, and you'll be able to view all of my newest volumes. And I believe these books will help you, will encourage, inspire you to, to carry out the ministry of exorcism in our day. That's the reason I've written these books, because I want to expose the world at large, the body of Christ, to a, to a ministry that has been ignored for the most part around the world. If you look at the link, you'll see the, the various books that I offer from a book on expelling evil spirits to uh, understanding the spiritual dynamics of soul slavery and mind control to a book on prayers, on setting the captives free, to various books on my testimonies of seeing Jesus Christ overcome the enemy. to a uh, book on spiritual wep uh, weapons, sacred scripture, holy angels, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and holy elements, uh, to, to various books on dissociation, confronting the Illuminati, and such. I believe these books will help you. And they're all free. That's the best part of all. They're all free for you to download. So go to jbartler.org, get yourself a copy, get equipped, and start casting out demons in the name of Jesus. I'll be back after this brief intermission. What's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Praise His holy name. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Praise His holy name. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands
So when I first met up with him to conduct an exorcism, demons began to manifest. They were unlike any demons I'd ever dealt with. They were extremely blasphemous and violent. They even threatened me constantly. A couple of them even spoke in strange languages. A few of them even quoted Holy Scripture. These were very, very powerful spirits. Now, during this first exorcism, the evil spirits were able to transform his facial appearance in a ghastly manner. My friends, these evil spirits within this young man had disfigured his face to the point to where he looked unrecognizable. Some of the demons during the exorcism even communicated to one to one other via sign language and manifesting ghost-like forms outside his bedroom window. My prayer team who were assisting me was simply stunned with these strange supernatural deeds. Now this exorcism went on for several hours, and we battled them with scripture and prayer. Eventually, we were able to drive the demonic spirits out of him, and he confessed Christ as his Savior. Then over the next couple of years, we battled more demons that were within within him. I mean, they were just simply allowed back into his body as a result of him being pulled back into these various satanic groups that he was once associated with, where he once again communed with the devil. And on a few occasions, we tried to relocate him to a different city, but the satanic cult always interfered. On subsequent visits, we battled various evil spirits like darkness, Baal, and other Luciferian spirits. These were powerful spirits that continued to enslave him to all kinds of dark ritualism and blood sacrifices. We continue to pray and fast, believing those were the keys to liberate Lonnie from the forces of darkness. Now, during this time, I personally was being bombarded by all kinds of attacks. I received all kinds of death threats, either through phone messages or letters. I believe that the enemy didn't want me to expose the satanic cult to the light of Christ. And he was willing to do anything to intimidate me into silence. Or to even kill me. A couple of years after my first encounter with this young man, the devil almost accomplished that. He almost did kill me. It happened some two years after my initial visit with him. The devil used a neo-Nazi sadistic Satanist to set me up with the hopes of killing me. Thereby ending my quest to see Lonnie set free from the chains of occultism. This neo-Nazi Satanist surprised me one night with a butcher knife, along with a group of Satanists hell-bent on seeing me destroyed. This particular demon-possessed individual even brought out a large butcher knife and hunted me down with it, placing it inches from my throat. This disturbed man viciously assaulted me verbally. He made it quite clear that he was going to end my life for my stand for Jesus. But my friends, God gave me some incredible peace in the midst of the satanic attack and pulled back the Satanist that wanted to kill me. I was rescued and was able to continue to minister 
to this young man. By God's grace, we continue to pray and meet with Lonnie, the young man who who had worshipped the devil. And over the course of the next few years, battling the dark spirits that held him and enduring more demonic assaults, after years of multiple exorcisms, death threats, and other supernatural activity, Jesus Christ prevailed as we humbled ourselves in much prayer and fasting. Lonnie and his family now serve Christ and are members of a local body of believers in their hometown. The exorcism exorcism we conducted, my friends, opened my eyes to a whole new realm that I just was not familiar with. It also opened my eyes to the reality of demon possession and the effects thereof. This eye-opening experience was used of God to further my interest of helping hurting people find freedom from evil spirits through the ministry of exorcism. So what is an exorcism? As I've mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, an exorcism is simply a labor of love to free someone from a demon. According to Catholicism, an exorcism is the act of driving out or warding off demons or evil spirits from persons, places, or things which are believed to be possessed or infested by them or liable to become victims or instruments of their malice. I mean, I believe the one conducting the exorcism is usually the exorcist, a disciple of Jesus Christ who cast out demons. Like I said, I see an exorcism as a labor of love. It's a divine miracle, an act that involves the removal of demons from people, places, and objects. In fact, Jesus himself viewed the act of driving out demons as a miracle when he told his early disciples that they ought not to stop anyone from exercising demons done in his name. Teacher, said John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Jesus said, do not stop him. No one who does a miracle in my name can, in the next moment, say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. I tell you the truth. Anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly not lose his reward. While on earth, Jesus often dealt with demons. He dealt with them everywhere he traveled to. In the synagogues, outside in public with the multitudes in homes, at the seashore, in every city and village, Jesus forced the demons out with a word, and the people were free. Many people ask me, what was that word? That word was go. Go. And I use that word. And I speak to every demon that's invaded these precious, precious listeners. We're listening to this live presentation. I speak to you as I do with every demon in the name of Jesus Christ. I say, go. I say, go from these people who are listening. If you have no rights, just simply go in the name of Jesus out of these people. My friends, I just feel the, the presence of the Holy Spirit here in this studio here in Dallas.
pray those powerful words. Two letters. Go. 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 And right now, people are being set free. Go in the name of Jesus. It's simple as that. Go in the name of Jesus. Release that person. Release that brother. Release that sister in Christ. Let go of that child in the name of Jesus. Go. That's right. Go. Jesus is Lord. Go. Oftentimes, demons have just traveled through the bloodline, and oftentimes, there's no rights. The rights have been renounced. The sins have been repented. But the demon's never been told to go. Well, I'm here to tell them to go. Go in the name of Jesus. Now, if you feel like the demons are not going, well, it's probably because of some spiritual legal right they're holding on to. And until that right has been broken, that sin has been repented of, that curse renounced, they're going to hold on to you. And you could tell them to go, but they're not going to go until that sin has been renounced, until that curse has been dealt with and demolished. And if that's the case, I want you to email me at j at jbartlett.org and let me know if you're having a struggle fighting the internal demons that are haunting you, that are afflicting you and oppressing you. I'm here to help you and to serve you and to love you to Jesus Christ. Simply write me at jay at jbartlett.org. J at jbartlett.org. Now, as I do with every broadcast, at least I try to in every broadcast, I, I would like to introduce you to the Savior. There's going to be people listening to this broadcast who have never committed their lives to Jesus Christ. Now is the time. Now is the day, day of salvation, the Bible says. Now is the time you can make, be right, made right with God. You may be asking, how can I go about doing this? It's rather simple. It's rather simple. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's that simple. Just call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Confess with your mouth even now. As you're listening to this worldwide broadcast, say with your with your mouth, I want you to say, Jesus is Lord. Say it. Jesus is Lord. <clears throat> and, and you'll be amazed how releasing and, and relieving that is, just saying Jesus is Lord. It's powerful. It really is. It's powerful, my friends. To say Jesus is Lord. I turn from my sin. I repent of my sin. And embrace your cross, Jesus, your blood, to cleanse me, to free me, to give me a living hope, to give me peace and love and joy within my innermost being. God loves you, my friend. And by the power of his resurrection, he will set you free and forgive you and redeem you, rescue you, so you might serve him for the rest of your life. As always, it's a privilege and honor to be behind this mic, to speak to you one-on-one, to pray with you, to help you. Don't let those demons lie to you. 
they are very much defeated. Don't let them lie to you. They are defeated. They're defeated. Listen to me. They are defeated. Why is that? It's because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. Now, they'll claim that they have all the power in the world. Don't listen to them. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Wow. To free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. And if you're fearful, you need to go to the cross, <clears throat> the cross of Jesus Christ. You have fear of death. You need to go to the cross tonight. Because there the cross, you can be set free from the slavery. of the fear of death. And I speak under the authority of Jesus Christ and I rebuke that fear of death. There's so many people in our world that I that I meet up with, that I encounter that are fearful of death. No need to be. If you're living for Jesus Christ and have surrendered your life to God and God has captured you with his love and his peace and his joy and his power, you have no reason to be fearful. For Christ in you is greater than he that is in the world. Jesus Christ is greater. He proved it by raising from the dead. Our Jesus is alive. And my friends, as I often tell my dear brothers and sisters around the world, and oftentimes in my public meetings, I often share this brief but yet powerful statement. My friends, I have read the last chapter. In the book. And my friends, we win. We win. For we are with Jesus forevermore. Be encouraged, my friends, for Jesus is indeed Lord. Jesus is. And Satan is defeated. I bless you, my friends. In the name of the Father of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Yes, you're the Lord. 